Welcome to Disclaimers Aside, a podcast where I share the raw and honest stories of people in my community, Disclaimers Aside. I'm your host, Aisada Amadou, and let's dive into the episode. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Disclaimers Aside. Today we are doing a solo episode and I'm going to be talking about what Ramadan is because I find that a lot of people don't know what Ramadan is if you're not Muslim. And this month is the month of Ramadan, so I wanted to dedicate an entire episode and just dive into what Ramadan is, what it means for me, what it's like participating in Ramadan as a Muslim person. But first, Check-in question for this week. I'm also going to be posting this on the Disclaimers Aside podcast Instagram. If you want to participate, make sure to swipe up on the story and reply to it. What are three things you want to gain from Ramadan this year? I think it's really important to set some type of goals or intentions going into Ramadan. What's nice about it is it lasts a month, so then at the end of the month, you can kind of look back and see if you achieve that or if maybe that's something that you want to work on in the coming months after it. So last night, I kind of sat sat down and did some reflection. Today is actually, as I'm recording this, the day before the first day of Ramadan, so Ramadan Mubarak. But by the time this episode comes out, it's going to already have been Ramadan. And so for me, sitting down and reflecting, I think the three things that I want to gain from this Ramadan, inshallah, this year is to number one, grow in my faith, number two, foster community, and number three, grow in empathy. I feel like empathy is an area of my life that I can probably work on a lot more. So something new I learned this week is that your mindset impacts everything. More specifically, the way you perceive certain aspects of your life shapes your happiness and how fulfilled or unfulfilled you feel. And I was thinking about this because recently I posted a video on my YouTube channel on the pros and cons of going to UCSC. And in the comment section of that video, someone was asking about the weed culture at Santa Cruz. And mind you, the city of Santa Cruz is probably the most pro-weed place on the planet and i'm not even exaggerating it's something that going into college i vaguely knew about but i feel like in my time here it hasn't been a big deal at least personally for me because in the people that i choose to kind of surround myself with and even people i may not choose to surround myself with but just find myself interacting with day to day i've never experienced any pressure to smoke weed or just engage in that type of culture but someone commented on that video there is an overwhelming amount, like 9 out of 10 people doing weed. In my opinion, even though I don't feel pressured to do it, I feel out of place. I wish I could transfer, not gonna lie. Now, I'm not saying that it's this person's fault that they are feeling out of place, because I don't think that's the case at all. But it really did make me kind of think about how the way that you perceive things almost becomes your reality. The reality of the college experience that I'm experiencing is completely different from someone down the street and I think that is important to internalize because when you change your perception of things or specific aspects of your life I think it's a lot easier to find happiness or fulfillment but that's something that I was just kind of thinking about so now let's move on to the unpopular opinion this week disclaimers aside my unpopular opinion for this week is that you don't have to be 110% productive during the month of Ramadan. I wanted to come up with an unpopular opinion for the month of Ramadan to keep it 
kind of in theme but my perception of what Ramadan is like is that it should be a month where you really do focus on your faith and your spiritual growth but in order to fully embrace that you might have to pivot your attention from worldly ambitions like school and work and other things and I'm not saying to completely stop working and to completely let go of school and work but rather pivot your priorities during the month of Ramadan more so than ever to focus on your deen over dunya if you truly want to reap the benefits of the month. I say this because I personally struggle with this a lot. So it's a piece of advice that I'm going to try and implement this year with this upcoming Ramadan, inshallah. So this is my first month not doing Vlogmadan over on my YouTube channel. If you are not familiar with YouTube and YouTube culture, Vlogmadan is a special time on YouTube. It's my favorite time of the year and essentially what vloggers will do is they will vlog every day and some vloggers actually post every day i have never gone to that point nor do i see myself ever really getting to that point i just personally think that that level of uploading is out of my capacity so typically what i've done in past ramadans is posting two to three times a week and i'll vlog every single day but i'll just combine days together but this is my first Ramadan actually away from home. I'm at college, six hours away from home, and I won't be able to go back home for Eid, inshallah. And I just have a lot going on in general right now with spring quarter and everything. Like spring quarter, spring quarter literally just started this week. I have a lot going on in my work and my school. And so I just kind of made the decision to not do Vlogmadan. This year, it would have been way too much on my plate. This is also the first year that Ramadan is happening where I also have a podcast. So I want to find a balance between, you know, posting on YouTube and also on my podcast. That was a challenging decision to make. But at the end of the day, I kind of had to look at not only my workload, but also my ability to create content. It's not going to be the same ability that I would have when I'm at home and there will be future Ramadans inshallah where I can fully participate in Vlogmadan and inshallah next year we'll hopefully be back to it but Ramadan is also a month where you kind of have to make sacrifices and really realign and think about your priorities again but it is a very exciting time I recommend if you're someone who's looking for community, especially during the pandemic and you may not have access to a mosque, maybe you're newly discovering Islam and this is your first Ramadan, you can find a community of Muslims on the internet and one of those places is Vlogmadan. So let's talk about it. What is Ramadan? For anyone who's listening, let's finally just get into it because a lot of people I've found don't know what Ramadan is. Like growing up, people were not familiar with the concept i went to a predominantly white high school middle school elementary school what have you in my experience not everyone knows what it is especially since the media doesn't like to represent muslims and islamic culture in a positive light in the slightest so ramadan is the ninth month in the islamic calendar it is actually the month that the quran was revealed to prophet muhammad peace be upon him so during the month of ramadan muslims globally fast for three days and they fast from dawn to dusk and so what this means is there's no eating or drinking during the hours of sunlight ramadan is the ninth month of the islamic calendar but the date changes every year and this is because now people get confused by this this is because islam uses the lunar calendar so it's based on the cycles of the moon so it isn't a fixed date necessarily in the western or solar calendar so a couple years ago 
when I first started fasting, Ramadan was in the summer. And now here we are, Ramadan is all the way in the deep spring. I am looking forward to the years when Ramadan is in winter because with daylight savings, sunset is earlier in the day. Overall, Ramadan is a time for spiritual reflection, prayer, doing good deeds, and just spending time with family and friends. Why fasting is important is that it's the fourth pillar of Islam. So there are five pillars of Islam, and those are kind of like the main tenets or ideals, I guess you could say. And fasting is the fourth one. So fasting is, in essence, a deep act of personal worship. Muslims also fast in order to embody empathy and compassion towards the needy by kind of stepping into their shoes and feeling what actual hunger feels like as much as you can. Obviously, there is no way to fully experience that unless you are in that situation, but it's a way to also get as close to that as possible. And at the end of the day, I think fasting does kind of build a deeper spiritual connection and fosters a lot of self-discipline, you know, holding yourself back from a lot of the impulses that you would otherwise indulge in throughout the rest of the year. Typically, like other responsibilities like prayer, fasting becomes mandatory for people when they hit puberty. This is a big question that I feel like a lot of people ask is like, when do you actually start fasting in your life? So for women, this is when you get your first menstrual cycle. And so my first Ramadan was when I was in sixth grade. So I've been fasting since I was 12. And when I say fully fasting i mean the full month because typically leading up to that point where you would do the entire month fully you would have a couple years of practice where maybe you'd fast half days or you would fast here and there it's up to parents when maybe kids will start practicing i think i started around like nine or ten doing like half days and stuff just to like dip your toes in the water of it but typically kids start practicing by fasting for the half days leading up to that age something to keep in mind though is that not everyone fasts and there are a couple instances of exemptions like for example when someone is on their menstrual cycle they wouldn't fast and so you will often find people that will be during the month not fasting and that's usually why another instance where someone might may not be fasting is because they're very sick so if you're sick to the point where fasting would hurt you healthcare wise you wouldn't fast the way that it works is just before dawn, Muslims have a last meal called suhoor and after sunset, you would have a meal called iftar. And throughout the month, a lot of Muslims go to the mosque to pray throughout the night. But since the pandemic, a lot of mosques have been holding more virtual services online for people to watch together, which I think is such a huge benefit for people that may not have a mosque nearby them, that going to the mosque may not be as accessible for them in any circumstance whether that person is first discovering islam and their parents are really supportive of that so they have to kind of keep their practice a little bit more privately i think it's great that we're having these services be more accessible within the month of ramadan is this thing called Laylatul Qadr, which translates to the night of power it's considered in the islamic calendar the holiest eve so during this night, Angel Jibreel revealed the Holy Quran's first verses to Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. And this night falls within Ramadan's final 10 days. There's no documentation or knowledge of when exactly Laylatul Qadr happens, but it's just known to have happened 
in the last 10 days of Ramadan. So it's a very special time of Ramadan. It's when you gotta try and be extra good as a Muslim because you will get extra, extra deeds. And just overall, throughout the month of Ramadan, there is a lot of prayer throughout the night. There's a lot of reciting long, long portions or whole sections of the Quran. It's a time of community. And I think when I was younger, Ramadan was just something that I had to do. It was one of those pillars of Islam. But I think as I've gotten older, the act of fasting just means so much more to me. And the month of Ramadan has proved to be such a great space for community. It never feels better to be a Muslim than in the month of Ramadan. And despite the lack of representation in mainstream media of Ramadan, New Age Muslim content creators, as I mentioned before, are taking the power back to tell our story. The media is infatuated with painting Muslims as a monolith, relying on the same old stereotypes, but there, there truly is a beautiful history and culture behind Islam that comes out during the month of Ramadan especially. So I urge you guys to take this month, especially to educate yourselves about the Muslim community, reach out to Muslim people you know, and learn about their traditions, because even within Islam, it's a religion that crosses many, many cultures, and so different cultures will have different traditions. Take this month to support Muslim-owned businesses and donate to Muslim charities and causes. And if you're looking for any places to pour your support, to shop and donate, I will have some links in the show notes for you guys. So before we end today's episode, I want to go ahead and answer some of the questions that you guys submitted over on the Disclaimers Aside podcast Instagram. So over on there, I asked you guys what questions you guys have about Ramadan, just in case I didn't touch on all of your questions in the episode. First one is suhoor tips. Okay, let me take you guys through what my suhoor looks like. I eat the same thing every day for suhoor. I have oatmeal and I like basically make my oatmeal bowl. So that looks like oatmeal, lots of seeds, nuts, frozen blueberries, and I drink a lot of water, a lot of water, because you are not going to be drinking a lot of water throughout the day, so you want to just make sure that you're staying hydrated. Also, if you have a caffeine addiction, maybe drink a little cup of coffee during at suhoor. Usually after I have suhoor, I'll do my prayer, and then I'll just go back to sleep. Not everyone can do this, I've found recently. Caffeine doesn't affect me in the way that it should. Like, I don't get like a buzz or anything from coffee so i can drink it and go straight to sleep i think it's great to wake up for suhoor it's an act of sunnah it's not required but it's something that the prophet did so it's considered something really really good to do and i just got into the habit of doing it like when i first started fasting it's something that you know my parents kind of instilled in me but i think that just making sure that with the stuff that you're eating for suhoor that it is a little less sugar you don't want to eat anything super sweet because then you'll be thirsty throughout the day and just making sure you're drinking a lot of water i think oatmeal is good because it has water in it as well and i also saw a tiktok the other day where someone was like if you want to not be thirsty during ramadan like eat watermelon so if you like watermelon, try watermelon. Someone said, what is the hardest and easiest aspect of Ramadan? I think that it is really all just a mental game. There's this whole misconception that if you're fasting, that you don't want to see other people eating around you. But I'm not, I don't feel that way at all. And I feel like a lot of Muslims are like that. So like, I really do not care if you eat around me. I feel like the beginning of the day, 
you're a lot hungrier but then after a certain point like the hunger doesn't get keep on getting worse it just kind of like plateaus and you feel like hungry throughout the day so i don't think the actual act of fasting is as hard as it is balancing everything and not reverting to i'm just gonna sleep half the day away next one is what aspect of your faith do you want to focus on growing during the month of ramadan inshallah i love this question i think i want to be more consistent with actually like reading stuff like reading the quran i have a book called secrets of divine love i can link that in the show notes if you guys want to check it out but i saw like a, another muslim blogger posted about it like last ramadan and then i bought it and it is really interesting valuable book um that really is just like focusing on growing spirituality i think growing up in a muslim household religion was just something that like always is in the background of my life and that i went to sunday school and obviously i believe and everything like that but i don't know if i've necessarily gotten to the point that some people have where it's kind of like this feeling of euphoria that's like tied with spirituality and that's just kind of like the point that i would like to work myself up to like i feel like i know a lot about like islamic studies i've always been super into history and stuff so learning about islamic history has always been a big part of my life but like that extra step of like feeling that euphoria i don't know that's what i would like to work towards and it's not going to happen in this month but it's something that i would like to start working towards someone said how to make the most out of ramadan while studying Okay, so there are a couple ways you can go about this. Some people just try and switch their hours of their working hours to more like later in the night. Some people will just kind of go about their days like normally. I typically what I will do is I try and push everything. So like I will sleep in a little bit more and I'll try and be more productive after Maghrib because it's just easier to be more productive this year that's not going to be really as possible because like my schedule for work and school are kind of more rigid i think at the end of the day what you kind of have to do is just like push yourself to be productive even when you don't want to be surround yourself with people that are going to motivate you um maybe surround yourself with people who aren't fasting when you're doing your schoolwork or just people that you know like are on things on the flip side knowing when to like put away your schoolwork and also just take the time to like grow in your faith because that's what this month is about someone said this is my first ramadan in university and finals i don't know what to do to be productive okay i really feel that i'm so happy that it is not final season but i will say this when i was in high school i took pretty much every single ap exam fasting because every year ramadan would land right when ap testing was the entire time like leading up to it i was like oh i'm not gonna do well like i'm not gonna be able to focus but honestly i think it's all in your head i think there's science to back this up but when you don't have food in your stomach like you have more clarity or something like that just kind of getting past that mental block and yeah maybe switching your study hours to more like later in the day and then focus on religious stuff for like growing your faith in the earlier part parts of the day that's my only tip but you will get through it inshallah and at the end of the day you are doing a great act of faith in fasting and still like doing school so at the end of the day like god will have your back in ways that 
you wouldn't have if it wasn't Ramadan and finals at the same time. That's what I always told myself to kind of make myself feel better when I was in high school. Next one is I'm overwhelmed on how I should plan my days around finals, suhoor, and tarawih. That is very challenging. Again, um, I've actually, so interestingly enough, Growing up, my family didn't go to Tarawih, so I don't have a lot of experience with balancing that with everything else. Typically though, I think finals should be lasting like around a week, so maybe that week push off going to Tarawih until after your finals are done and then spending like the other three weeks of Ramadan going to Tarawih and like just realigning all of that is my best tip. You will get through this at the end of the day and it's always good to remind yourself that God only gives you the burdens that he knows that you can handle. The last one is, could you share your Ramadan daily plan, like how you plan on focusing on Dean or school? You guys are really asking the tough questions here for me because I, I do... I do struggle with balancing those two things and sometimes I can't be a little bit of a workaholic in terms of like prioritizing school and work and stuff over Dean and it's something that I'm trying to work on but I'm really just going to try and just take a step back from other things that may occupy my time and this month is really just going to be about school and Dean. Like those two things and I'm going to try and like step away from other things that may otherwise be distractors because you do have time for two or three main focuses in your life and when you make room for that, you have to sacrifice other things to make room for that, right? So it's difficult, it's challenging, I haven't 100% figured it out, some people have and I'm trying to learn from those people but... At the end of the day, it is a learning and growing experience every single day. So that is all that I have for today's episode. I know this one was a little bit of a shorter one, but I still wanted to kind of sit down and talk about this topic. It's really important to me, and I think own voices, representation is important more than ever, especially for the Muslim community. But yeah, Ramadan Mubarak, I can't believe that it is already here. I wish you guys all the best of luck. You guys are going to do amazing. Again, check out the show notes for any resources that you want to check out, some content creators to support, some small Muslim-owned businesses to maybe support. I'm going to be having an episode upcoming with a clothing brand ran by Muslim students that you guys can shop from. So I'll have the link to that in the description box. And I'll also try and include some charities and things that you can support during this month i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode i would appreciate if you guys would rate and review this episode you can rate and review on the apple podcast app and if you're listening to it on spotify you can give this episode a rating i appreciate any feedback that you guys give me on all of my episodes i will also have all of my social media handles and the podcast instagram if you want to join the community linked in the show notes but besides that i will see you guys in next week's episode Bye. My